0: Welcome to the Marketing Trust Podcast. I am your host, Adam Buchanan. I believe trust must exist before a transaction can take place. I give marketers the tools they need to infuse more trust in their marketing to help grow their business. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of the Marketing Trust Podcast. This is Adam Buchanan and I'm excited that you're here. Today we're going to talk about how three outdoor brands approach marketing trust and what you can learn from them. In ways of announcement, I am speaking on August 24th here in Salt Lake City at the DMC event. Uh, It is going to be in the Beehive State, so I'm excited to have my honey with me. It's always fun to share my honey and be in Utah at the same time. It's a little meta, but uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. There, I will be talking about influencer marketing, so if you would be interested in that, uh, let me know, and I'll send you more information. It'll be on Friday, August 24th. I also have a new checklist that I just produced. It's called the Marketing Trust Content Checklist. This is nine questions you should ask yourself before developing and hitting publish on your content. If you'd like it, email me at Adam at adamcbuchanan.com and I will send it your way. A few weeks ago, I attended Outdoor Retailer in Denver, Colorado, and I got to see what outdoor brands are showcasing for the upcoming season. It's a chance to see all their new products. It's really a great time. So if you're a bit of an outdoorsy person, this is basically a giant Costco. Well, maybe like three Costco's stacked on top of each other, full of outdoor gear. And it's all the latest and greatest. The stuff is not hitting shelves until usually six months or so. I've been going to this show for many, many years. It's always great to cap- catch up with friends, professionals in the outdoor space, and also a few clients of mine. In this episode, I want to talk about three outdoor brands who are doing a great job at marketing trust and what you can learn about them. All right, so first up for this, I guess, brand showdown, if you will is Gerber Knives. Now, I want to make sure you find the right Facebook page because this is Gerber Knives, not Gerber Baby Food. That's a bit of a difference. So I've been following Gerber Knives for quite a while now, and they make really high-end pocket knives, um, multi-tool type uh, gear, and they do a really good job. I've actually owned a few Gerber Knives. And so one thing that I've noticed is they've always done a really great job with videos. So When it comes to Marketing Trust, I wanted to share how I would rank them in the three pieces of framework of Marketing Trust, the proximity, honesty, and expertise that I talk about a lot. With their videos, they give a quick overview of the product. They share great, clear product benefits of their knives. They show really close-up shots so their audience can really get a sense of what they're buying, what they can expect that each knife delivers. Their audience are pretty avid about buying and collecting knives. And if you know anyone who's into knives, they'll tell you that each knife has a specific purpose. And if you always ask someone, how many knives do you have? They'll say, well, I have 10 plus the next one that I need. So it's kind of a, it's an interesting audience because they, they're always looking for what's that next one, you know, what's that next one I'm going to get. So it's kind of a great business model for Gerber because they can keep innovating and their, their customer will keep buying from them, which is awesome. And, and they've done really amazing over the years. I really like how they you know portray these videos and they really help the audience answer the question, which is in their mind, should I add this knife to my, my already growing collection? The other thing they do is they include a quick clip of the knife designer. The thing I like about this is it really shows a a strong proximity and sense of expertise in the video because I think a lot of the times when we're buying a product, we may not know who makes it or who designed it. We just kind of see the advertisement or the video and we don't really have that strong connection. So they do a nice job of giving the audience a feel for who is behind the knife design and gives them a strong connection. So if I was to rank them with proximity, honesty, and expertise, let's kick it off with proximity. I actually rank them a three out of five. They do a nice job, including the designer. I really like how that creates a strong connection with the audience. I had to dock them a few points for the engagement that they have with their fans. They generate a lot of comments, but they don't necessarily respond to them, So, or all of them. So it's important and a good reminder for brands that you need to make sure you're responding to every one of those those comments. I know it takes work. I know it takes resources, but it's critical. The next one is honesty. I ranked them a three out of five. The majority of content that they share is super upfront. It really shows what the product can do. I gave them some extra points because they do call out if the product is made in the USA, in Portland, Oregon, or in China. Their audience is pretty avid, as you can imagine, about products being made in the USA. And now not ever not all their products are made in the USA and they're not all made in China, but they really do a nice job. They don't ignore this topic and they make sure to address that up front. I gave them a five out of five for expertise. Their brand, their imagery, their music, all the elements that really represent who they are just resemble expertise. They also have an ambassador program, but they call it something else. Unfortunately, I can't say the name <laughs> of the, the ambassador program, but it's super on point. I try to keep this podcast really clean, so unfortunately I, I can't say the name. But go on Facebook, check it out, and they've, they've done a really nice job of putting a spin on an ambassador program that I think is, is super well played and, and very clever. I think one area for improvement for them is really slowing it down a little bit, a lot of their videos are 60 seconds long, and in some ways, that might be too short. People may want more information. They may want to see more of what the product can do and see it in action. So I think they've got a great thing going on, and I think their their audience is just hungry for more. So that is Gerber Knives. I think they, they've done great. Out of 15, they scored an 11. So nice job, Gerber. The next brand is Otterbox. An outdoor retailer, Otterbox had an awesome activation. I just have to call this out because this was really, really interesting. If you've ever been to the Denver Convention Center, you've seen that giant bear looking into the windows. And it's it's pretty outstanding. It's, it's a phenomenal piece. And what Otterbox did was on the inside of the window, they Otterbox just released this new cooler. And so they put up this giant a sign of a cooler with a, a note that said, he's just hangry. And this was all the talk on Instagram. A lot of people are sharing it on social media. It was just a really cool approach to take something that was existing and really bring it to life. So really kind of cool call out by Outdoor Box, the outdoor retailer. Here's how I would rank their approach on marketing trust. So for proximity, I ranked them a four out of five. You know, with almost 900,000 followers on Facebook, OtterBox does a great job responding to almost every single comment. It's a huge task and I've been there before and they do a really nice job. They make cell phone protective covers and the majority of questions that they receive are if certain styles are available for phones, primarily Samsung. I think they generally start their product, their production with iPhones. And so Samsung seems to be kind of secondary or, Uh, third on their list they see a pretty high volume but definitely have put a right resource in place they they see a lot of questions so nice job with proximity and then honesty i rank them a three out of five now they respond to their comments from their fans and audience and they receive a ton of feedback now one thing they see is when certain styles come out they you know people want to know when's that going to come out for samsung They often respond with thanks for your feedback we'll let you know if that ever becomes available now i think that made people feel pretty good you know years ago but as we head into kind of this new era of transparency and being honest with our audience we really need to you know be more upfront and set expectations because we're in an era now where customers are way more closer to the product development process than they've ever been and so as brands we need to really update our audience and share what's happening with that initiative for example I found that OtterBox is releasing these cases that are Disney-themed. Yes, uh, Disney-themed with Little Mermaid. You heard me right. And right now it's just for iPhone, but their fans are really loving these styles, and they're super excited about it, and they want them for Samsung. But OtterBox is kind of like, well, you know, we'll let you know when they come out or if they come out. I mean, the, the amount of commentary they're seeing, the amount of interest, I mean, they, they need to be putting that into place. They need to be producing those for sure. And maybe it's more complicated than that, and I totally understand, but you have a great opportunity to be up front and say, yes, you can expect them at this time, or, you know, I don't know, like, just be up front because these customers are dying to know when these Disney-themed <laughs> Little Mermaid cases are are coming out, so... For expertise, OtterBox, I ranked two out of five, and the reason for that is you know, they make these phone protective cases, and honestly, that's what I use. I have an OtterBox on my phone. I've dropped it, I don't know, on average two to three times a month, like a pretty good drop, and for the last year, it's really been protected. I've never had an issue. I, my screen has actually even been protected, and I don't even have anything on that. So OtterBox really does create such a great product. It's the first cover that I put on my phone when I walk out of, you know, the Apple store. And so I think the, the opportunity here is really talking about the function, function of their cases and not so much the style. I think style is, is a big part of it and they should really, you know, continue that focus. However, really show, bring back some of those early days of, of how OtterBox really differentiated themselves because... You know, people drop their phones all the time. I mean, it's just part of life. People are constantly breaking their phones. And I think they need to continue to reinforce that they truly are the experts in phone cases. I mean, that's how they've branded themselves. You know, when people, you know, people don't generally say, well, I need a cell phone case. They'll say, I need an Otterbox. It may not be as strong as something like Kleenex, but Otterbox really has branded, you know, the phone case term. And they've done a nice job. I think they have an opportunity there. Overall, I ranked OtterBox nine out of 15 in marketing trust. The last brand uh, in the outdoor space that I wanna share is Big Agnes. Big Agnes is one of my favorite brands. They make tents, sleeping bags, and sleeping pads. I actually use one of their sleeping pads that's insulated with what's called Primaloft. And that's really geek speak for very warm sleeping bag during a cold night. And my sleeping pad is actually still going strong after eight years. I climbed Mount Rainier about eight years ago with that pad, and it was awesome. I slept super warm at about, oh, 10,000 feet up on Mount Rainier. So, love their products. I'm a huge fan of their products. I, I've used them, and they're doing a great job in that space. For proximity, I give them a three out of five. One thing that I love about their content is they include their employees consistently in their content. They send that message that they care about people. They care about the people behind the product and who do business with them. They do a good job responding on social media. However, some comments do go unanswered. And so I think that's something they may want to revisit and really make sure they have that resource. Because you remember with the comments that you receive, that those are people raising their hand and saying, I believe in you. I love what you're doing. I have experienced your product. I'm unhappy. I mean, it's it's sending all these different messages, so we have to make sure we're not ignoring that. I mean, imagine walking into a store, trying to buy something, walking around, and you ask the associate a question, and they literally just stare at you blank, and they don't answer. It'd be pretty awkward, right? And now with social media, that's kind of the era we're in. If if we reach out to somebody or a brand or ask a question, if we don't respond, it's it's kind of awkward. So, think there's an opportunity there and and across with a lot of brands that I see. For honesty, I give them a five out of five. They crushed it out of the park. And I want to share a story with you from their Instagram. This is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And it's a little risky and I'll tell you why. So here's what happened. They had one of their customers submit a story and a few photos of an elk standing on their Big Agnes tent, chewing it up and totally ruining it. They did a nice job, you know, sharing the story and making light of the situation. What really they, they share in this sense is, you know, they took care of the customer, their audience, and it really shows a message of, you know, sometimes elk happens. I mean, it's just a great thing that they did to share that story because it shows that, you know, sometimes Mother Nature has different plans for, for uh, their tents. So I really like what they did here. They didn't have to do that. You know, when you look at their Instagram and all the different stories that they're sharing, Big Agnes is talking about, you know, hikes that they're going on, having their employees, you know, out using the product or other customers. I think this was a risk and I'm glad that they did it because when you look at their data of all the other content that they pushed out, they generally see on average about 800 to maybe 1200 engagements per post. When they shared this elk story, it saw over 4,000 engagements. A lot of people were commenting. A lot of people were engaging. And people really you know, looked at it as you know, they were making some really funny jokes. And Big Agnes got involved. It, it was really good. I mean, it, it really shows that, hey, we get it. And it really caters that audience very well. So five out of five for honesty. They definitely didn't have to share that story. Took a bit of a risk. And I think it paid off. The last one is expertise. Two out of five for expertise, and I'll tell you why. You know, a while back, they are actually doing a really good job sharing product and tutorial videos about their products. They would share a lot of interesting stories, you know, about ambassadors and employees that they do now, but I really believe they need to bring back some of that product content and show why their products are different because if you look at all the outdoor brands out there who are making tents, sleeping bags, backpacks it's there's a lot there's a lot of different options and so I think as consumers look at all the options out there they want to know okay not so much price but what's the difference between each of these products and really even going back to the elk story you, they really have a funny opportunity to talk about that a little bit more you know and then add in hey if an elk ever destroys your uh your tent you know here's how our warranty works or you know, something like that. I mean, you could even put that story on their warranty page and, and show, like, while our tents can't withstand a curious elk trampling, you know, your tent, they can withstand X amount mile per hour winds, waterproof, easy to set up. I mean, there's, again, not to like, you know, beat a dead horse. Uh, that's probably not the best pun in this case. But, um, you know, with the elk story, there's just a lot of opportunity that doesn't have to live just on social media. That could live on their warranty page. Um, I mean, you could train your customer service associates who are picking up the phone, answering emails. They could link to that story and just say, oh, you know, glad we're working with you and helping you with your warranty. By the way, I want you to know that an elk stomping, you know, uh, is covered under warranty. Or I don't know how they covered that. However, love the Agnes. They're awesome. And overall, I ranked them a 10 out of 15 with marketing trust. So, with Gerber, Otterbox, and Big Agnes, the winner is Gerber at 11 out of 15. Did a nice job there with their videos, and I think they have some opportunity there to kind of expand on those more. Big Agnes came in second with 10 out of 15, and it was a close for second where Otterbox came in at 9 out of 15. All these brands are doing a great job, I think, to just a little bit of tweaking and kind of expanding upon the idea of proximity, honesty, and expertise, Uh, They are just going to really reach their audience and be able to build a lot of trust with them. It's great to see what these outdoor brands are doing. Make sure to check them out and keep an eye on them. Again, they were Gerber Knives, Otterbox, and Big Agnes. If you are liking what you hear and you want to connect with other professionals, make sure to join the Facebook group, A Marketing Trust. Just search for it on Facebook. You'll see me in my big red glasses, and I'll make sure to approve you and bring you on. And also wanted to share, again, that checklist that I came up with. It is called the Marketing Trust Content Checklist. This is nine questions you should ask yourself before developing and hitting publish on your content. If you'd like a coffee, email me at adam at adamcbuchanan.com, and I'll send it your way. This is kind of a checklist where, you know, before you fly and the pilots have to go through a pre-flight checklist before they, you know, put 300 people up in the air in a big piece of metal— It's kind of what this is. This is your pre-flight checklist with your content. So definitely check it out. Hope you like it. If you get it, definitely read through it. Give it a try. If you're liking what you see, let me know. I'd love to hear your feedback. Thanks for listening to episode 19 of The Marketing Trust. Hopefully it provides value and you're enjoying what you hear. Please consider leaving a review on iTunes. It absolutely helps me out and I appreciate it. Stay in touch and we'll talk to you next time. This has been another episode of the Marketing Trust Podcast, where I help you infuse more trust with your customers to help grow your business. I'm Adam Buchanan, and I want to thank you for listening.